Sacred Space on West Limerick 102. So welcome back again to the second part of Sacred Space in West Limerick 102. My name is John Kelly. Still joined in the studio here by Michael Keating and Chris Dundon from St. Sennans Parish. Chris is here this morning to tell us about, as part of our roundup of wells around the place and holy places around West Lummi, she's, gonna, she's here to tell us a lot about Barragoan Well in uh, Blessed Well. First of all, where is it? Barragoan Blessed Well is in the parish of St. Sennan, and it's between Fines and Esquite, and it's on the N69 there. Okay. And now, there it. is no sign up for it because everybody kind of knows where it is. Okay. Do you know, it is there well, for If so you long. ask anybody, I'll tell you. I think it's on the left hand side as you go as you in go towards Esquite. No. Yeah, as you're going in towards Esquite before yeah, yeah. you come to the pub there on the bend. Okay. So okay. It's just there. It's down on the shore. It's down on the shore level. This goes back a long time. Maybe it goes back to pagan times. Tell us about that. It does. It's uh, about 2,000 years. Now, I'll go back at the start. And okay. uh, Ireland was a pagan country at that time. Mm. And Irish pagans were no different from the Roman pagans. And they worshipped many gods. So Menon and Machlir was the god of the sea. And each river and stream had its own particular divine status. And springs especially, you know, springs especially in the very arid regions. And uh, they were venerated by the people. Uh-huh. And people came to worship there and... That's how it all started about 2,000 so years ago. That's a long time ago. Long time ago. And, of course, um, there's some suggested maybe St. Patrick paid a visit that's there. That's right. They said, um, well, they, as legend and, and, and folklore have it, that St. Patrick came in 432. He came to Ireland anyway to bring the, the message uh-huh. of the word of God. And he came on a Munster mission and he converted and baptised Angus, king of Munster in Cashel. And then he journeyed on to Pennyswell in Limerick. He came out by Patrick's Well. Then he came on by Ishgetna, which is a Skeeton. Okay. And then he came to Dunnock Moor, now which is known as Robertstown, which is in the parish, our parish. So he came there. And like a, a politician, I suppose, like all politicians, uh, they go where there's a big crowd. So he'll go to the Enoch, he'd go where the fair was on, or he'd go where the Amonic was on, okay. the hurling match was on, or he'd go to where they were venerating at a well. So he came to the well. To so meet all the people so and to try and convert them. So the well w- was actually in operation. But, well, I mean, even even the pagans used to use... Used, used, used when well, they used, used to revere the well. <coughs> That's right, yeah, because they had such... As I said, they were pagans and they they worshipped many gods. Okay. Do you know? So he did come to, to Barragon Well and there he changed the well from being a pagan font to a baptismal font. But he blessed the well first, so that's where the name came from, the blessed okay, well. Okay, 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 okay. Do you know? And is there some other saints involved too? St. Morgan, is it? St. Morgan, that's right. Uh, when Patrick had baptised a lot of people there, and he had actually blessed a lot of people, and uh, he had found uh, Moloch Fildna, that's not Patrick now, and that overlooks oh, our parish. yes. Yeah. And he blessed Claire and Kerry from up there. But uh, then years passed by again then, and the, the people still came to the well and they did their rounds and everything. And then Murida came. And we know from our records that Murida, according to the Martyrs of Ireland, he was a great saint and uh, a, a saintly man and a wise man. Mm-hmm. And he came to Limerick and he came out to Barragone and he set up his little his little hut beside and his oratory right beside the well because the well had been venerated there. So um, Murida actually, um, in, in, it's an Irish name now, but it, he's a, descend, he's a de, uh, disciple of Mary. Murida is, is Mary and Murida oh, okay. is a disciple of 
you know. So and uh, he had set up his hut there in Desert, which is Dysert now, and Dysert is in the area as well okay. as where the well is, and um, where the and there's two townlands right next to to Dysert, as we call it today, Desert. It is Muradan Hass Agus Muradan Tuig, and that's Morgan's North and Morgan's South. So that commemorates Saint okay, Morgan. Okay. Okay. If you can't say the Irish of it, but he, if he's St. Morgan, his feast day is on the 3rd of November. And uh, there, that was one <coughs> parish long ago, as I said, back nearly 2,000 years ago. Desert and Murgada were just one parish, and the church was in Murgada, which is Morgan's. Okay, okay, and okay. He and he came out of the church there. But the church actually is in a lovely um, graveyard there now. It's wrongly named Mount Pleasant. It's a beautiful name for a graveyard, yes, yes. but actually it should be named Mar- Murgada, Morgans, because okay. Mount Pleasant is a, just a hillock at the back of an old hill, just to the left of the graveyard. And it's um, the sands back in my van. They came over from my van and they brought that name with them. They just called a hillock at the back of their house, okay, okay, Mount Pleasant. Okay, okay. And the Keane family <coughs> live there now, <coughs> but uh, it's wrongly named there. So the Franciscans in... Um, in Eskeaton, then came and administered in that church because it was right beside Eskeaton when there was nobody else there. So well, that's where that the, it got the name. Yeah, there was a big Franciscan celebration there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, two years ago. That's right. Yeah, there that's, was. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. But there was also a very big Franciscan community in Eskeaton. There was. That's there, right. The yeah, there was I know that's a different story. A, a different okay. story. Yes. So coming back to Ballygown, how did the well get its name? Again, Murda, as I said, Murda is a disciple of Mary and um, he had a great devotion to the Mother of God. And he also had, so too, had uh, St. John the Evangelist, you know, the good, the, the beloved disciple. Yes. So we begin to see Barrig. In Irish terminology, Tubber is a well, but a blessed well is Barrig. So that's where the Barrig comes ah. out of. And he devoted this well to, to St. John because he was the disciple of Mary. So Owen is the Irish name for John. So this he named this Barrig Owen. So it's the, the blessed well of John. Ah. So that's how it came about. That's now where the name came from. Now I've learned something. Now, mm-hmm. Like all wells, like all blessed wells, there's rounds. There are rounds, there are rounds. And if a stranger came and asked what was this to be done, or what many people slowly walking around well would say, they'd say the Padre, the Ave and the Glory Be. But that would be the Our Father, a Hail Mary and Glory Be. And long ago, of course, they didn't have rosary beads or anything like that. So the old people used to pick up seven stones and walk around the, the, the well, okay. saying an Our Father, a Hail Mary and a Glory Be. Mm. And they'd drop one stone and then they'd continue till the seven stones were finished. And then tradition had it that you'd have to have a drink from the well. When, the, when your seven rounds were done, when you know if you went, as people do go to wells for special intentions and mm. they pray for different intentions, and uh, that was it. But I mean, the round it wasn't all holy. Now they used to have great fun, and they used to, loads of people used to come and mm. all over the county, <coughs> and they'd all meet after a year and catch up with all the chat, and mm. they'd make matches and they'd make appointments like that, and yeah. uh, they would have, of course, have. Um, They'd be all feuds, they'd be all settled on that day. And the local pub, there's only a pub about 100 yards away, so it was mm-hmm. great fun at the pub. Naturally, and they yeah. had a few musicians there, and they wouldn't get paid anything on a few pints, and sure, it was a great day. It was a very, very popular day. Was it always around the 15th of August, was it? It was always the 15th always of August, the yeah. Because as I said, Murga, he had a great devotion to Our Lady, yeah. and that's the Feast of and the Assumption. The 
Yeah. So it's always the 15th of August. I like, I like the connection there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So no doubt there's not been a folklore and legend around it. Well, there is, and you'd have to believe some of them, and you know more of them, you'd have to... Have a few points have, before you... Exactly, you know, could <laughs> okay. you know. It is claimed that okay. the will can cure many illnesses and that the water cannot be boiled, they say, uh, that the well was moved, that the well moved one night, somebody cursed the well, it actually, they said it was further across the bay, and it had come across, whether you um, uh, don't uh, believe uh, it or uh, not, uh, uh, um, a woman went to wash clothes in it one time, and the well spoke to her not to wash the clothes, and a blind horse was brought to the horse, I thought this was a little bit far now, but a blind <laughs> horse was brought to the well to be cured, the horse was cured, but the man went away, his owner went away blind. <laughs> So you would have to take that with yeah. a pinch of salt. I suppose yeah. the most interesting story of it all was a girl um, was going travelling to America and she came to the well and she took some stones out of the well with her and on the journey across the Atlantic, a big storm came up. Yeah. So she threw the stones into the the, the, the Atlantic Sea and the, the storm abated and the stones returned to the well. Wow. So, you know, there has to be something there because, I mean, 2,000 years still later, people are still going, so... And of course, uh, at a few wells, you know, you'd see people would hang up little things. That's m- right. Maybe a little bandage or whatever. That's right. They used to hang up um, little rags because yeah. they didn't have anything else. And that was only yeah. just an offering to the well yes. for their petition or whatever they came to the well, especially for, you know. And uh, there is a great association with our well in Barragon, as I call it, our well. It was... Um, for sore eyes or if you had if you were blind that's a lot of people there's green moss as you know in all wells yes and it, you take that green moss and you wipe it onto your eyes and there's supposed to be a cure in it you know? and maybe if you've got a horse too that's a little bit ring around the horse as well now that brings us maybe to the well today that's right um, the blessed well back then of course was a much it was only it's actually level with the sea so it was very muddy and stony yeah I've been down there yeah. and back in the 1960s the the Welch family from Fines now they owned the land around it and they mm. had a truck so they brought um, concrete and they made a platform all around it's in a ring all yeah, around the well yeah. and they made a wall around the well and they mm. made steps leading down into the well so it made it very nice very and yeah. this was uh, done under the direction of uh, Father Tom Cousin who was the, the curate at the time mm-hmm. and the parish council now in 1979 our own par- our late parish priest Ken Ninwright he gave the pattern day an entirely different way he started the practice of saying mass at 3 o'clock at the well so that's what's 36 years ago. So it still goes on. Those times we only had a table and the congregation would look out onto the river. Yeah. But then um, a local man, Nolligo uh, Shaknessy, who'd be Noel O'Shaughnessy, he was a teacher and uh, into tradition. And he definitely wanted to put in place a more permanent, mm. more mm. permanent altar for the mess to be celebrated in. And... Um, Sadly, he died on the 3rd of December 1996, but the people in the surrounding area came together and worked tirelessly and voluntary, I must say, and they erected a cement altar covered oh. in two windows at either side and right. an altar facing out onto the people. And it's actually directly behind the well. So when you're sitting here, you see oh, yes. the well and the mm. altar is right mm, in front mm, of you, mm. which it is, I think is in the beautiful place. Uh, sadly um, Nolico Shacknessy didn't see it he died in 96 and they had it up for the 15th of August 1997 oh, Lovely. So lovely, it was lovely. a great trip but now they had a plaque, there was a plaque on the wall in memory of him but it was damaged in the weather but it will be replaced again. 
And again, in 2009, I'll link again Dysert and Morgan, Dysert and Morgans um, in over in Mount Pleasant Graveyard. As I mentioned earlier, there was the Allen family from Mesquiton and they were redoing their headstone and they had a most beautiful statue, a cement statue now of mm. Our Lady, Our Blessed Lady. Mm. So they donated it to the well. So we put it in to the covered altar. But oh. We had to put it up very high on a, on a pedestal uh, because yeah, yeah, the, yes, sea, the yes. tide comes mm-hmm. in. And uh, we got her painted. So you've the well now, you've the altar and you've Our Lady right behind. So Beautiful. she's looking out. So oh. it all linked back into Murgadon and his belief in isn't Our Lady it, and, and the well as well. Do you know and it's so? all tying back in again. It's all tying it back in again. Yeah, 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 exactly. And you know, the, the thought was crossed in my mind there now, you know, that, that this has been going on for 2,000 years, off and on in, in different forms and so on and so on, but, but always, always to our Blessed Lady. Um, and today, I mean, there's people coming here now with the, with the grandchildren that's and right. the children and that tradition is still carrying on. And still coming I on. think that's so important for children to be brought to these places to, these places to see worship, this. Yes, exactly. Because the faith didn't just fall off trees like no, the faith it just handed came down, you know, two thousand years, which is great to keep it going. I think so because Michael, you know, I was just thinking that as we were, uh, as I just mentioned, some of the signs said at the side of the program, all the all the stuff and all the hardship that these people had to go through, but our own Irish had to go through awful times too, oh, yes, and they kept this tradition going. Well. So I have to say, I have some beautiful memories of the 15th of August, going down to Ballygore as a child, you know, when I was going mm. up in Ratkeel. Mm. My father and mother, the 15th of August, That's wouldn't right. be right if they didn't go out to Ballygore. They didn't go to Ballygore, and they came in pony and traps and everything, you know. It, it is a huge day. Yeah. And of course, the fifteenth of August is celebrated in so many in so many different blessed wells around the place. That's I, I right, know it's yeah. over in Castletown, mm-hmm. and uh, and if I start mentioning the names, I'm no, I'm going to forget. You forget somebody. Names. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think it's I, I think it's it, it's great for families, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's the other side of it too. And I'd just like to, to to let us pause and consider the wonder of it all, really, because for nearly two thousand years, people have come to this hallowed place, mm. our pagan ancestors, our Christian Vela, and the, and the it's built there on an inlet, and there's an old Roman castle on the edge of it, and in the shadows of that, then you have this most beautiful well, and you have all these people coming around uh, to pray their rounds at La Fela Verse Four, which is Our Lady's Day in the autumn. And oh, we are in lovely. autumn as well, so it is. And uh, as I say, long may it last that we continue. And thanks to, thanks to all the people who've kept these blessed wells going, mm, especially right, today yeah. we're thinking about those people in Barragon and, uh, and the people who are still keeping it going. Michael, I was just thinking that just before we finish up this side of the, you know, this part of the programme, would, would, you, would you like to just give one or two little thoughts maybe on the feast day itself of the Solemnity of the Assumption of Mary. Just maybe one or two little sentences on it. Just just remind us what it, how important it is. Yeah. One of the main things, John, I would love to remind people of this is still a holy day of obligation. Yeah. There was an impression out there nowadays that the church did away with the holidays. You know, they moved some of them to the Sundays, but they didn't do away with any holidays. No. And this is a day <coughs> that we honour the Assumption of Mary. Mary being taken up into heaven, body and soul up into heaven. And, you know, it's so important, John. As I, I spoke before about Our Lady, you know, many times here yes, in the programme. But we need our mother. She's there interceding for us. And this is a day that we honour her. We give her special honour on this day. And how best can we do it? First of all, by going to Mass, mm. as we're supposed to do, you know, because it's a holy of obligation. Mm. And maybe by visiting some place like Barrygoan, all these places that are associated with Our Lady, and just giving a little time 
think about Our Lady in this day and on her as best we can. Michael, lovely, thank you. So, just to finish off, remind people again, it's on, uh, the Mass actually starts it's at... 3 o'clock. At 3 o'clock, but of course you can go there... You can. ...in the middle of th- th- 3 in the morning, if you like. You can, you can. Um, it's on the... And the and the the N sixty nine is the N sixty nine between Fines and Skeeton and the left hand side. So, might well try and get down there myself. And thank you so much for coming in. You'll stay with us for the rest of the program, please. Thank you very much indeed. Okay, thanks uh, to 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 Chris Dunnett for sharing that with us. Thank well, you very I'm much, John. A bit of music. A bit of music from my friends in the Emmanuel community, and I had to pick something around Mary. This one, I think, is a lovely one. This one is entitled "Oh Maria." So let's listen to this.
Sacred Space on West Limerick 102.